You're awfully quiet over there, curly-haired man. Curly-haired sandalman. Oh, curly-haired sandalman. Are yes. you gonna? Are you going to stay quiet? No. In today's 2A Procast, we have been formally called out by T-Rex Arms and Lucas Botkin for products that uh, we manufacture and sell, and we are going to address those claims today. We are going to prove that everything he is saying is completely false, and it is. Um, we are going to use facts, large medical suppliers Some that we consider the gold standard. Yeah, absolutely consider the gold standard. And even Lucas Bocking considers the gold standard because he sells them on his website, which they source from China. And you'll see right here in this screenshot that I'm popping up that he also knows that it's from China. Because he writes Made in China, China. right on his website. Here, how about this? How about if you don't want to come on to a podcast and address this uh, like gentlemen, then you can handle this like barbaric men because Nolan, you're open to, oh, why don't dude. you just make the announcement? Yeah, right dude, now? I'm super down to UFC fight you. Let's get in a cage. You're awfully quiet over there. Curly haired man. Curly haired sandal man. Oh, curly haired sandal man. Are yes. you gonna are you going to stay quiet? No. Okay. In today's in today's <laughs> two <Stupid>. A <laughs> In today's two A Procast. Oh, it's curly hair flip flop dude. Oh, curly hair flip flop dude. In today's two A Procast, uh we have been formally called out by T Rex Arms and Lucas Botkin. Uh, for products that uh, we manufacture and sell. And we are going to address those claims today. We are going to prove that everything he is saying is completely false. And it is, um, uh, we are going to use facts. Yes. Not conjecture, not sub, not some subjective opinion, but nope. we are, we're going to use facts. To not be able speculation, to, not. Yeah. And he said you were going to be quiet. We're not going to be fucking quiet because we're not quiet. So. Well, it wasn't him. It was somebody else. But. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. Birds so, of a feather. <laughs> they flock together. <laughs> so here's the deal, guys. Um, criticism, everybody faces criticism in whatever you're in, whether it's a sport, whether it's the market, whether it's just daily life, you will face criticism, which is okay, and criticism is good. But criticism to the point of lying without data to back you up without actually testing something and just slandering right is inexcusable to a point that's right and so look we would i don't mind if you like if you guys go out there and you can make fun of me yeah you could talk a bunch of shit yeah just don't talk about my wife or my kids you know what i mean yeah quite make fun of me all day long absolutely however when it comes to just uh incorrectly representing who we are as a company and what we're doing we need to set the record straight correct that's that's where that's also where I'm going to draw the line. Because if you're going to go on the internet and say that we're conmen, if you're going to go on the internet and say that we're going to sell you products that are going to fail when you need them, especially when it comes to medical and or body armor. Right. I've got a problem. Got yeah. a problem with that. We take it seriously because we take all of our QC seriously, we take our manufacturing seriously, and we take our mission statement incredibly seriously, which is as you guys know, it's uh, giving everybody access, giving every American access to high quality and affordable gear, regardless of your budget. So it, it, it's it's to make everything common use. Right. So it's to make if, it common. Exactly. If, if every person in the United States has a firearm and body armor, if the government comes in and says, "Hey, this is this isn't normal. Nobody has this stuff," we can look at them and go, "You're fucking lying." Yeah. And and from so, our numbers alone, I mean, the amount like I can. I can't give a specific number because I haven't ran the report yet for this year, but I I know that we have sold millions of units of defense items. So millions of awesome. units of defense items. And thank you to each and every and one thank of you. you. And, and the reason why I bring that up is because if there are millions of just our company's defense items floating around out there, then that is in effect common use, especially when you multiply it by all of our competition. Right. right? So Exactly. Yeah. So... Let's let's address let's, what he let's, let's dive ad- in. Let's address what he said. First of all, why don't you talk about where this comment came out of the original video, which was yes. So the good old LB, L train, Ludibot, Ludibot, um, he made a video on Chinese optics, right? And it was it was a quick little Instagram video where he ordered an optic from China and then made references saying, "I won't name the company," or 
I won't name the companies that do this, but you can name them down below in the comments. Yeah, I'm gonna be so professional. I'm gonna be so professional that, that I'm not gonna say, I won't say any names because I wanna hide behind anonymity, which, okay. No, but, fuck no, not so, okay, say, yeah. say names. Say, say names. If, if that's got, how you if, feel, why are you fucking- If you got a problem with someone. Yeah. Say it. Say it. Say it. So um, that led on to me going into the comments and seeing what he was talking about. That's right. And I wanted to see what people were saying. And so this comment from azat.sarkisan Sark <laughs> says, curly hair flip-flop dude is going to be real quiet about this one. Now, all of our viewers, you, you probably know who that's in reference to. If you know the another cur curly-haired flip-flop dude in the gun space, please uh, inform me. Yeah, you got curly <laughs> I have hair to fight him to the death. <laughs> <laughs> um, to which Lucas at T-Rex Arms responds, he literally sells cat tourniquets made in China that will fail you when you need them. Grifter. Now, this is not the first time he's made a comment like this. He's made comments like this in the past where he says, oh, your cat tourniquets are made in China. They're going to get people killed. I've seen it multiple times. I'll try and dig as much as I can, but finding old comments in Instagram can be difficult, especially when people like to delete their comments Yeah, and turn the off their comment threads. Yeah, which uh, he did. Which Didn't he, he turn off the comment thread on this one? Yeah, or, it's back uh, on now, though. Oh, he turned yeah. it back on. So, How about that? Um, and then I saw another post, which was a, uh, a story share on Instagram from the underscore village underscore medic, to which he said... Bet he feels really badass after selling people Chinese tourniquets, likely non-sterile gauze, and steel plates. Thumbs up. I don't care how well-liked you are, misleading and endangering your customers' lives makes you a piece of shit. Okay, well, today so, today we're going to do some demonstrations, obviously. So what Nolan is holding right now is a heart rate monitor. $28, we, mind you. We have... Four tourniquets that have been randomly pulled. They are still in the packaging, so it's not like we went through and just picked the good ones out. We did a random pull on our tourniquets from our inventory. And what we are going to do today is we are going to apply these tourniquets both to your arm. Me. Because you're wearing a t-shirt right now. Yes. We are going to show you guys that it actually uh, takes your heart rate from whatever your resting heart beat is Correct. or whatever your resting heart rate is all the way down to zero yep. because the goal of the tourniquet is to cut off blood flow to the wound that is right you have a bad wound it's not a little paper cut you have a bad wound whether it's a gaping hole in your arm your leg whatever it may be and it's to cut off the circulation of blood so you quit spurting so you stop squirting right yeah so there's another reason why we're doing this and and it is it is important that we address this because uh, his audience is far larger than ours. And I, I don't, I don't give a shit about like what it does to the company and what it does to the brand, whatever it, he's doing over there, right. but spreading misinformation to other Americans that if you don't buy this one particular thing, then you're wrong and you just need to save up or in his words, don't be poor. Yes. So just don't be poor. Just, just make more money. Just make more money. Just, make just more don't money. be poor. Okay. Yeah. So the reason why we got to address this is because if that information is being disseminated to a very, very wide audience and that audience are Americans, that is the, that is in effect the militia, then we need to set the record straight. So hopefully I'm not saying that I need to convert people from fucking T-Rex to Tacticon no. by any means, but what I'm trying to tell you is the information is fucking false yes. and it's going to put people's lives in danger. And when we really need the community come together, if shit ever does hit the fan, we need people to have access to some equipment, even if it's not the Gucciest of the equipment. Because I'll, I'll put it like this, Five, maybe three, four years ago, buying a $36 tourniquet, I think that's what they are, I, I, might, be, I might be off by a couple dollars, but buying a $36 tourniquet a couple years ago to me was like, ah, I don't know if I can swing that, plus shipping 40, 45 bucks, whatever yep. it might be, I don't, I don't have just like that money to drop, still now I'll question it, right? right. And so it's life-saving equipment, if, if it's something like that, if it was for me, I'm sure it's for somebody else. Right. There's 7 billion people on the planet. 356 million of them are in the United States. There's bound to be one or two more. And so to say things like that, or to say, hey, you need X amount of money for a rifle, your whatever, Palmetto State Armory won't cut it. Right. It's, 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 just, it's, share, it's spreading a false narrative. It is. Yes. It's not true. No. It's just blatantly not true. So um, why don't we really get onto it? Because his, his exact comment was, um, 
their shit's made overseas and it will fail when you need it. So let's say you need a tourniquet right now. We'll go ahead and we will cut this one open. I'll pop a little hole. We'll take it out. You guys can see me unwrapping it from the package. It is new. I'm gonna hand it over to Nolan. You're going to apply said tourniquet to your arm. Yep, that smells new. And I will put this on your finger. So let's first, we'll get a pulse first to show that that works. Great idea. And I'm gonna record it on my phone as well because the camera autofocus might not be able to catch it. So I'm gonna record it on my phone and play it side by side with you guys here. So please apply the finger and video start, turn on, okay. And let's get a pulse. There I am, living, breathing, healthy. 99.83. You know what's funny is when you and I were talking in the other room, you, you, had, a resting, you had a oh, resting. It's dropping. We're dropping like, down. It's funny because you had, a, you had a resting heart rate of like 65. Yes. And since we got all hyped up, you're now it's like, <laughs> So heated, dude. All right. So. All right. So he is applying the tourniquet. I'm going to put it over my shirt because I don't want to pinch the shit out of my skin. What I was taught my TCCC class was to apply the wingless on the inside towards the brachial artery. So let's get that seated here. Okay. We're tight. Oh, it's gonna pinch me. Whatever. So we're here. We're still we're still reading on the monitor. My heart rate's going up because I'm excited. Let's start. Okay. One half turn. One full turn. So that's two half turns. Two and a half turns. Oops. And your heart rate monitor has it's skyrocketed. It's gone. Oh, it's gone. Oh, it's yeah. already gone. So let's go ahead and crank that in. Oh God, this sucks. If you guys have never put on a tourniquet before, I envy you. This shit sucks. Okay. And it is set in. Let me make sure that's on there. All right, so there's no pulse being registered. And if no pulse is being registered, that means the blood flow has stopped to that appendage. Meaning, if you were bleeding out of an artery okay, on that- if Let's you, even try and reset that on my finger, see if I can get a pulse there. Okay, I'm gonna take so it off. off. Finger is out, it even says finger is out. Okay. We're gonna put that- Put it back on. Back on there. And I will hit the button Turn it again. On. Right, we'll hold it like this. This is, this sucks. I feel there my arm going numb as is. All right, so we can see that it, he, I mean, he's essentially flatlined so far as the device is I'm concerned. Dead. And he's clearly applied the tourniquet. So if, if you want to, why don't you uh, also, I mean, do you want to walk up to the camera and show him or, or are we good on this uh, footage you've got on your yeah, phone? Yeah, I'll, I'll just go ahead and turn because I can zoom in there because it's, Focused on me right now. Yep. So there it is. There it is. Put it on the There's other finger. There's the tourniquet. Yep. We'll put it on the other finger. So it's not reading. And onto my good finger with a pulse. And my heart rate's probably skyrocketed. Okay. Hold on. I'm trying to get it to. There you go. We're getting it now. You are. There we go. Yep. You're 99 over 74. Am I alive? You're alive. I'm alive here. All right, let's switch it back over once more. Yep. So. No pulse. So clearly oh, it works, going but numb. hold on. You may have just pulled a good one. Yep, maybe I pulled a fast one. All right, let's All right. do it again. Let's get that off there. Oh. So that was, here, let's count it. That was one, two, about, it was about two and a half to three half rotations. Okay, so. And heart rate is back. Ooh, skyrocketing too. Here's another tourniquet coming out of the packaging. Unused, brand new. Okay. We'll do it one more time. And then we have uh, another device that we're gonna test these on to just show you how many turns it actually takes. Uh, oh yeah, you crank that baby on there yeah. real nice. Yeah, oh, big shout out to uh, American Lichter for this sweet t-shirt. Thanks guys. <clears throat> okay, 
All right, so you're putting it on. Give me your finger real quick. Yep. Let's, I'm going to put that in check. there. Turn it on. Here we go. All right. So tourniquet has not been tightened. Okay. You're recording a pulse. Go ahead. There we are. All right, I'm alive. Let's get this on there. Start. And that is one half turn. That is one full turn. And that is oh, one and a half turns. Son of a bitch. That should be enough. And you still have a, hold on. We're waiting, we're waiting, we're waiting. Give me Sorry. a sec. Just trying to see too. I'll crank it down harder if I need to. Uh, I caught my armpit there. All right. And, so it is now registered. It just switched over. There is no pulse. You have stopped bleeding out. And on the arm that you do not have a tourniquet attached to, you do have a pulse, which is right there. Okay. All right. So now what we're going to do is, oh, but, uh, but again, according to him, these will fail. Here, here's the, the big issue that, that we really have right now is that um, instead of just being like, hey, do you mind sending me some so I can try them? Yeah. So can, can I test them? Can I test them? I feel like these won't work. I want to try it. Absolutely. Or instead of ordering them so at random they get sent to him, yeah. we don't even know that they're being sent to him, yeah. so we can't QC them properly. He's just pulling basically random, random lots and doing it. Yeah, you're definitely bruised and pinched on the inside of there. So instead of doing any of that, it's just, uh, you know, let me let me feed my own narrative. Let me badmouth a company without doing any any testing. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there are, in my opinion, there are a lot of things that a lot of companies make that cost too much money. Right. Right. For what they are intended to do. And I, I genuinely believe we had a conversation about this yesterday, but I genuinely believe that what is happening right now is technology and scale has caught up with the market currently. Mm -hmm. And people are still trying to charge more for firearm-related and defense-related items, mm -hmm. even when they don't necessarily need to be. Perfect example, right? Computers. Right. They used to be $10,000 for a personal computer. Massive. Which, you know, $10,000 back in, like, the, the late 90s for a PC was in it's today's— probably like 20 grand. Yeah, in today's dollars, it's between 20 to 25 grand. So if we're looking at it from that perspective— Sure, maybe when the red dot first came out, maybe when like gun lights first came out and flashlights right. first came out that could handle recoil, those prices needed to be at, you know, three, four, five, six hundred dollars. Right. But technology has since caught up, Correct. right? Imagine the little laser pointers that you had, right? Those things used to be incredibly expensive, but due to our global economy and due to the scale of technology, a little, things a little... do not cost that much anymore. No mas. So now we have to get on the tip of the spear and start inventing technology that doesn't exist to make us more effective. It Correct. doesn't mean that we continue to iterate and improve on a fucking rifle light that will handle the recoil regardless. Dude, lights are, I, we're gonna, we, we should actually test that. We should, for example, I know we're talking about medical here, but we should go down to Home Depot and buy a $20 flashlight and, tape and just it. tape it to a fucking rifle. They used and, to, they used to tape mag lights to FALs. I know. Like, is there anything more that I need to say on Just that? Just because it goes on a gun doesn't mean it has to be, like, the cream of the crop. Where, when can we finally get together and understand that there are certain things that just aren't necessary anymore? And when, when can we finally all come together in the firearm community and also understand that we shouldn't be gouging American citizens for the things that are going to eventually save not only our lives, but save our freedoms, preserve our freedoms. So, right. And, and something mm. along with that too, is like, you know, I think about some of these big names and let's, let's just use, we'll use Surefire. And this isn't talking shit about Surefire. This is They've been making these lights for a very long time. They're a very large company. They make great products. They make the best lights in the industry. They make the best lights in the industry. I think we can all agree upon that. Yeah. But at what point does their R&D for that light have not caught up? Right. When do I, they, like, 
Your, can, your extrusion can, or your CNC machining. Right. Like at some point, it's you've got to be recouped your cost. Right. Right. And then once you recoup your fixed cost, then you begin to scale. Right. And now the only thing that you have left are variable costs of making each individual product at which you've done it for so long and have become so efficient that your prices should go down, not up. But that's not what we're seeing. Correct. Right. And I get it. Like inflation fucking happens. Yes, All the raw absolutely. materials went up. Tri shipping went up. Freight went absolutely. up. Labor went up. Right. We, we felt that that happened. To Everyone's us too. felt that. But when our price goes up, uh, you know, by 20, 30 percent. That means our, you know, our $45 IWB holster goes up to $60, right? Whatever. That doesn't mean, but when you get somebody that sells, you know, a $100 holster, that means it goes to $200 or I'm sorry, a, you know, a $125 to, to $130. Mm -hmm. It's a significant margin increase when you already have a high price. Correct. So this is what I am getting at with this entire thing. I'm not saying that we in the firearm industry should have a race to the bottom. There are certain developments that people have come up with, companies that have come up, up with specifically that are actually better for the end user. Example, my Surefire that I carried uh, while I was in the army, yep. when I was deployed, had a IR lens cover. Right. So when you, when you ran blackout, you put the IR lens cover over it and you could turn your flashlight on and you could see it through your nods and they can't, for those of you that don't know what that is. So now they have, I think it's like the vampire light. They call right? it the well, vampire. You, All you have to do is you turn your head. You turn your head and it switches over to IR illumination. Yep. We didn't have that back then. Right. It may have existed somewhere out there. My unit didn't get that. We just got an IR cover. So technology like that is beneficial. And that probably does cost a lot of money to do. And I get it that things like that will probably cost much more money. But iterating on a 1200 lumen light over and over and over year after year after year will only drive the price down because of economies of scale and efficiencies. Right. Okay. Now so, that we've done that. So with that, let's okay. touch briefly. Um, or actually, no, we'll get to the rest of the Village Medics comment. Later. Okay. Yeah, we'll get to the rest of that here in a bit. So now we're going to move on to, so skin. Skin and flesh and blood is compressible, as we know. Right. Which, so if you, if you saw, it takes about two and a half three turns to cut off blood flow. Yep. That is, right? Okay, so what we have here ugh, is a solid piece of Lucas Bakken's leg. <laughs> it's incompressible. <laughs> <laughs> this is solid. This is real, actually. This is a, a, a direct, we- One-to-one uh, -one scale of one his One-to-one scale of his thigh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, so this is a steel bar, a steel, cylinder, if you will, which is solid. It is not hollow. Oh, Jesus Christ, that thing's heavy. And so now what we're gonna do is we're gonna take another fresh tourniquet and we're gonna go ahead and see how many cranks we can get down before it breaks. Yeah. So we saw with two different ones that it applied to my arm, okay. How many turns did you do? On... To my arm? Yeah. Um, it was about two and a half to three full turns. Okay. Okay. Tourniquets. Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Yeah, go for it. All right. So we have our tourniquet. Slip it over the top. We tighten it down as per, as per normal tot in TCCC or by medics. There. Okay. So now we're going to take this. We're going to start cranking the windlass here. We have from the top. That's one half turn. That is one full turn. We're gonna continue cranking. That is one and a half. Do you mind helping me balance this here so it doesn't get knocked over? Now we have two full turns. Now we have two and a half turns. And by now you're crying. That hurts very much so. Now we have three turns. Three and a half turns. And again, I I don't know if I'm gonna be able to get past this. Let's just see if you can break it. See if we can break it here. Why don't you put it in right there? Yeah. So I don't think you're gonna get another turn out of that. 
And that was how many turns? That was, I believe, four turns in total. Full four turns. On non-compressible, uh, on a non-compressible steel bar. Correct. And how many turns did you, did you get on your, uh, on your, on your arm? About two and a half. Yeah, yeah. so Here, let's you, keep you, you turned it so many times. Here, I got it. And because it's Hold not it. compressible, you can't even get that thing yes. in there. Let's, let's keep going. Hold it up top to you, please. There's another turn. That's about four and a half, five. Shall I keep going? I mean, I don't think you need to, dude, because you've... What's happening right now is you did a couple turns on your arm yes. to completely stop your yes. pulse, right? Now you just did like four and a half turns on a steel bar, five turns on a steel bar. And and let's you, show the windlass. And you didn't even break it. So how is that going to fail? Yeah, how, please. How, please how explain. Is, how's the tourniquet going to fail if you put it on a non-compressible substrate and you twisted it twice as many times? Probably uses again. Probably. Anyway, that that's enough. Yeah, I think so. we I think we got our point across here that regardless of whether you're doing it to a human body part or whether you're doing it to a solid steel bar, these don't break. And what I think he thinks we're doing, and I'm going to set the record straight, is I think he thinks we go and we take some Chinese product and then we go out there and like we just throw our logo on it. That is not what is happening here. What's happening here is we have our own manufacturing facilities that we vet, and then we have our own QC processes that we go through to make sure all the products that are coming off the manufacturing lines from the products that we create are, first of all, there's a lot of initial R&D done here. Sometimes we will actually um, do a lot of the prototyping here, and then we will contact manufacturers overseas to be able to keep the cost down so we can pass it on to the end user. Right, So you we'll don't get our, have to pay $150 for nylon. We have a lot of systems in place that allow us to R&D here, prototype here. This is not one of the R&D things right. that, that we have done, but we, there, was, there was a lot of vetting on the supplier. There was a lot of uh, QA and QC that have gone into these that we understand that this is medical and we understand that this is supposed to save your life. So we don't allow products to go out. We have never, ever, in my knowledge, had a tourniquet Fail. return or fail in any capacity, right? Yeah, not that I'm aware So far of. as I know. I mean, I, I, will, I will do some further investigation to see if there has been any- um, We would probably any, have a lawsuit if we did. I, I can only assume. Anyway. And, and the, uh, along with that is even companies that you think might not, like you, you might think, oh, that company makes all their stuff right at their facility. Import records are public. Yeah. You can check so, any import record. Yeah, let's talk about the TAA real quick. So the TAA is who regulates the uh, um, trade whether or not administration or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's they regulate whether or not something is made in America and to be made in America, over 50% of it has to be right. manufactured here. Right, so even if it says made in America, 50% or 49% could, could be, be made somewhere else. Exactly. Yeah. So it it's just, it's not the way the world works anymore. It's not the way the world economy works anymore. No. And if we w want to be able to pass along that savings, then we have to get creative and we have to manufacture in places like Vietnam, South America, China, and here at our facility. And Correct. obviously things that genuinely matter, I would never, um, I would never allow our body armor to get manufactured in China, for example. So we manufacture our body armor right here on facility, completely vertically integrated. That's what we like to do because we can control everything from the raw material input to the actual body armor output. And, and not and, to say that these don't matter, but there's a whole lot less that goes into sewing nylon right. than that goes into pressing a body armor plate. And as long as you have the systems in place that we do for these particular items, meaning we met, we, we met and vetted the manufacturing facility, we QC and QA all of our products, then there is no issue with purchasing a less expensive tourniquet or any medical gear for that matter, especially when you're talking about other companies. There are other large medical suppliers Some out that there. we consider the gold standard. Yeah, absolutely consider the gold standard. And even Lucas Bocking considers the gold standard because he sells them on his website, which they source from China. And you'll see right here in this screenshot that I'm popping up, that he also knows that it's from China.
because he writes made in China, China. right on his website. And, and so like, that's so what I'm saying. So what's important and what's not Lucas, tell me that what's important and what's not, it's not okay for the TQ to be made in China. And as a matter of fact, when you, when you attempted to, uh, track down the, uh, the initial origin yes. um, of these, it was very difficult. I mean, we still don't know so exactly I, I, where I it's can, made. I can give a little bit okay. and I can say to the, to the best of my knowledge, what I have tracked down and I cannot say anything for 100% certainty, right? Of course. I can just say what I have tracked down with import records and conversations on phone calls. So I went to track down where cat tourniquets are made. Cat tourniquets are not made by NAR like most people would believe. Right. They are made by a company called Combat Tourniquets. Combat Tourniquets is owned by Resupply Manufacturing, I believe is what it is, I'll put it in. They are a parent company of, or like a holdings company almost, yeah. I would say, um, of Combat Tourniquet. So anyways, as I'm trying to search through this, um, I made calls to Combat Tourniquet Solutions I was like, hey, where do you make them? What they tell me is that they're made in the States, right at, right at their facility. But then I look at their import records and they have imports from Germany, from a German wholesaler for cat tourniquets, which I thought was very curious. So I, I'll, I'll pop it up on screen, but it's somewhere between 250 to like 400,000 tourniquets that they ordered back in 2019. Right. Um, and based on their selling records, they they're, still they're have ordering, So they're coming from Germany. They're coming the, from Germany. The problem is, is you can't access, we can't access the- uh, As far as I'm aware, I can't right. access German import records. So we don't know if they were, and again, it's still, it just begs the question, where are they actually being manufactured in Germany or are they coming from somewhere else? Now, it's, let's it, clear the record. I don't give a shit. It's a good product. Yeah, and I also want to say but, I'm not accusing them right? This is not an accusation. I'm just saying it's fishy from the trails that I have found. Yeah. Yes. We just, we're asking questions. That's we're asking all, that's questions. The, the component that I really want to address here is, um, what, what is Lucas Bakken's end goal when it comes to directly trashing companies that are trying to provide quality products at affordable prices? That is, that is ultimately what we were trying to get down to here, because is it truly the price that you pay that matters? So to me, I have a couple theories on this, what it might be. One, he could just be mad that we made fun of him. That's possible. Okay. Two, he could just be in bed with companies that are selling higher in like more expensive equipment. Well, that's a fact. Yes. And, and he's like, well, if I need to sell my stuff and people are seeing that Right. Less expensive things are working. Got it. Why would they buy something more expensive when something less expensive will work? Got it. So those are like a couple of my theories on that. Yeah, and it's yeah, it's a it's a fair theory. So oh, what I would like to do is I would I'd like to send an a formal invite to Lucas Bakken to sit down on a podcast with us. We will go to you, or we can uh, we can zoom you we in. We can do this digitally. Yeah, but I am open to a debate so that we can stop this like. Uh, Instagram comment bickering, and we can actually talk one on one and address the internet together, where you can genuinely ask us questions and or even make accusations that we can defend ourselves on in real time, and that will go back the other direction as well. Both of us will have an open platform to do uh, to do with what we want. We will both have access to the footage that we create. And I think we should do it completely unedited yep. so that uh, neither of us, you can, you can, you know, put it out there on, on your platform if you want to. We're definitely going to put out a, it out on ours. We won't edit it to, you know, it'll be long, give ourselves some sort yeah. of narrative, but I think you should sit down and I think you should talk to us. And if you're not going to do it now, then come by and see us at SHOT Show and we will set something up or we'll get some microphones and some cameras and we can actually get that done so you can see the internet, so the internet can see exactly what issues you have with us and why, you know, made anywhere else but the United States is such, a, such an issue with you. And also to that, we'll have some tourniquets for you for you to try. Yeah, we are going to give you as many as you want to go out there and uh, and test them and try to break them. And um, yeah. And, I, I, yeah, and it, and it all comes down to that hypocrisy like we were talking about where, um, I, don't, I can't remember if we already mentioned this, but where he will say made in China bad, but then he will directly advertise and say, hey, get a Holosun. 
there's a lot of affordable red dots on, on the market. There's some pretty good ones. Uh, Holosun has some pretty good ones. So there's no reason you can't get a red dot and start training. And that is not shade at Holosun. They, they make good optics. They make a great thermal optic they're coming out with, which like, everybody's pumped yeah, about. I like Holosun. I don't yeah. have any issues with things that are made overseas. If I no. had issues with things made overseas, I would be homeless and phoneless and carless Everything in my life wouldn't exist, right. including yours. We all have things. Which which brings it all the way around to, when was the last war that we were in with China? Yeah, right. Because I remember Everybody's we dropped like, oh, two dude. nukes on some place, and we really like those mm. guys. Yeah, we really they, like those they guys. They also when something bombed, is made bombed in, our harbor. Yeah, they did. They bombed Pearl Harbor. Yeah. So when something is made in Japan- right. Right? Or what about then it's what about fine. German engineering? Everything's, everything's fucking fine when it's made in Japan. Or German engineering. Lest we forget that if we're gonna be mad at I'm not I'm not saying go be mad at fucking Japan. No, fuck no. But you ain't gonna be mad at somebody. Be mad at the country that less than a century ago killed thousands of our own. Yeah? Right. Yeah. Do we forget that we literally we, had Japanese internment camps during World War II? Do we forget that? Is that is that a forgotten history? But it's Japanese glass, dude. It's made of Japanese glass. It's good glass. Yeah. I'll give them that. German engineering, love that shit. They did some stuff I'm back not, in the 40s. I, I agree with anybody that says Japanese engineering, Japanese glasses is uh, incredible. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah, that's fine. But why the hate on um, products I, that are made anywhere else uh, but the United States? Why the hate on products that are made in China when really, yeah, we've got beef with China. I get it. Uh, they want to see the demise of America. We but, also have beef with the Saudis and we're still getting our oil from them. Yeah. You gonna stop driving your fucking cars out there? Yeah. Is that what's gonna happen? Stop driving your car because yeah. <laughs> all of our oil comes from Saudi Arabia. I just, this, I, here, here's the deal. If I'm, if I'm being real, deep, deep down inside, I know it sounds, I, I'm, I'm probably never going to believe, uh, I, I, it's gonna be very difficult for there to be any sort of compromise between, uh, you know, Lucas Bakken and T-Rex and the way that they think and the way that they operate. Right. Um, but at the very minimum, I want to put, I want to eventually put this to bed. I want to come to some sort of a resolution, even if that resolution ends in, okay, we're just going to fucking hate each other until the end of time. Right. Whatever. I don't care, but I think it's fair if we actually sat down and were able to have a conversation about everything because any of the questions that he's ever had uh, that he's posting in his comments and then deleting those fucking comments, we have answers to. Um, there's a reason why we do things. Right. And um, I think it would just be important to address it. And ultimately, deep down, man, like it would be cool to be cool with him one day. Yeah. That would be great. That okay. would be great for all of us in the, in the, industry, in the industry to be to able to do along. that because- Because um, the end goal we, is the Second Amendment. As we can see, yeah, we're all still Americans. We're all still same same team, same fight. United we stand, divided we, we, fall. we fall. That entire thing. Uh, I think it's I think it's incredibly important that we stop the infighting. Uh, it doesn't mean we can't make fun of each other. It doesn't doesn't mean we can't poke fun. Right. But uh, spreading misinformation and you know affecting the well being of people who are trying to defend themselves is somewhere where I will draw the line, and that is exactly why we're making this podcast right now. Right. So and it's it's some along the lines too. We might lose some subscribers for this, but this is how I feel. Um, and it's the same thing when we brought up your stupid fucking politics, when people get so caught up in, I'm a Democrat, I'm a Republican, I'm a liberal, I'm what, whatever it might be when you get so caught up in that governments suck, but not all people are in, in required or, uh, involved in that government. Mm -hmm. So are you just going to hate an entire subset of people because their government's trash? Yeah. So because American government is specifically fucking trash. what you're talking about so is yes. all Americans. Yeah, exactly. So if you don't, if. If you're not happy with what the government's doing right now, which I don't think any of us are, um, I know, maybe some people are, but most of us are not uh, stoked about what's going on. No, it doesn't mean we hate Americans because of it. Right, and just as much we shouldn't hate the we shouldn't hate Chinese people people because their government sucks. Right, you know what I mean. But what we also should take into consideration is when um, you know Lucas Bakken is talking about. Uh, you know, Holosun makes, they make great optics and whatever. Go ahead and buy these if you're looking to save a buck. Understand that that's a Chinese company. Yeah, that, that's- That is not an American company who happens to be sourcing from China, who is uh, paying American taxes, who is then uh, putting American people to work, but happens to be sourcing either the raw material or or the finished product from another country. No, that it's, is, this, it's this company right here, it, it is Quantic. A, yeah, yeah, right there. And again, I don't- like, I, don't I don't care. I don't give a shit one way or the other, but he cares so much about where something is made and not supporting 
uh, you know, Chinese made um, items, yet he sells them on his site. Yeah. And he pushes a brand that is 100% Chinese owned. Not Chinese right. made with an American owned company. Nope. I think it's just worth, it, it really is worth saying that because that in and of itself is important. Right. I think any of us, if, if you said, hey, would you ri- rather buy this from a Chinese company located in China paying Chinese taxes or would you rather, rather buy this from an American company but it's made in China that is employing American people paying American taxes? Right. And, right. It, and it goes along the lines of like, you know, there's the common argument thrown around. Well, we're just doing the Chinese government's defense uh, R&D for them. Oh, yeah. You think yeah. they don't have red dot technology? You think they don't have tourniquets? You, that, think, they yeah. do, you think they don't have nylon? That rhetoric is a bunch of bullshit. It's a bunch of bullshit. Yeah. These guys, look, like they have high-end military technology. They are a first world country. They have all the fucking things that we have and more because they have less fucking regulation. They have less things tying them down, yeah. right? Now, when I say ra- when fuck. I say regulation, I'm talking about like they don't have to, their companies don't have to worry about the fucking EPA. They could be like, oh, you know, hey, Xi Jinping, this is going to cause like this massive those, ozone layer depletion. I don't give a shit. All those Go straws in the ocean, getting those turtles' noses, that's yeah. not coming from America. All our shit goes to landfills. That's from China and India and those yeah. places. Those guys can... Uh, they can scale a hell of a lot faster because they are less regulatory when it comes to uh, their businesses Correct. and their government pumps a lot of money into that uh, innovation. And we do too. We got a massive defense budget. I get it. Uh, but they've got the shit. We are not feeding into any sort of R&D over no. there. Absolutely no. not. No. It, not Tacticon at least. So Yeah. Well, especially when you see Holosun's new thermal optic, which is like the super tits. Yeah. Right. Um, and then so let's let's address the rest of the Village Medic's comment. So the rest of that comment read out, selling non likely non-sterile gauze. Let's start with that. Do I need to bring up again where where some of those gauze are made? Yeah. That that non-sterile gauze. Yeah. You guys, I just just want to let you know that like I think I, I would venture to say that well over 90% of the gauze is produced and manufactured in China. Okay. Now we are getting some of our medical gear from the same places that other really big brands are getting their medical gear. We just don't charge a 600% markup for it. That's the only difference between us and them. We make enough margin to be able to sustain and run a business and employ Americans, but we by no means are excessively profiteering off of this stuff. Almost it is, almost 40 people now, right? It is a business. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. We are making a profit here. But when you um I there's just how much how much do you need, right? right. How much how much do we how much do we really need to be able to keep the lights on, to keep people employed, for me to pay my own salary? I don't need, you know, 600% markups like some of these companies are doing. So yeah, the gauze, that's that's a moot point, man. And now and steel plates. Thumbs up. I feel like we've made enough videos on that at this point. I'm not even going to get there's, into steel plates. We have so many of fucking... videos that we have made showing how effective steel plates can be, how effective our coating is. Yeah. Um, I've already, so, I have already spent, uh, we have spent enough time with the testing on so those time. that I'm not even going to If I can with shoot that. a plate at, I can't remember what it was, 30 degree angle. So mind you, it was, you were a 30 degree angle. If, at if, like, this, if, if this is 90, 30 is about right here. Right. If I can shoot, at a 30 degree angle with a 556 five, multiple times and not have it leave the frag coating. Yeah. It still gets caught inside of the polyurea f- frag coating. Here, yeah. I don't there's, have anything there, else to say. Th- there's that. no argument against it. Here's the deal is the people that are commenting this shit, they don't make the armor. They don't test the armor. Right. All they do is read and regurgitate stuff that they see on the internet. Right. That's it. And, and it's, it's like, uh, I've seen, I've seen tests before where influencers will get a steel plate and they're like, all right, we're going to start out with nine millimeter and they shoot it like five or six times. Well, five or six times, let's just do five times 120 grain. Yeah. That's 500 or 600 grains of metal already into your, your polyurea coating. And then they're like, all right, now we're going to shoot it with a five, five, six and you get a blowout. It's like we have 600 grains of hot metal already tearing away at the inside of that. Yeah. Yeah. You're, 
there, be careful what you guys watch as far as like the body armor testing online, because there's a couple different things that, that are happening here. One is exactly what you just said. And they're putting so much lead into that plate that eventually it's going to separate the sides and you're going to start seeing things leave. But realistically at the 10th or 11th shot, when you actually start getting frag out the side, are you getting shot 10 or 11 times in a real world scenario? Absolutely not. No, Here's, if you took five or six, nine millimeter rounds and then a five, five, six with a ceramic, you're going to get a pin. You're going to get a pin. You're going to get a yeah, pin. Yeah, I've shot ceramic. We we have shot ceramic multiple times in in and around the same place, and eventually you will break through the material and you will get a pin. But when you shoot steel, you don't get a pin. What you we get will get is some light fragmentation out of the side. And from it's the, the pros and the cons. It's the pros and the cons, man. Which people just, a lot of people just can't seem to grasp. Right. So. Or yeah. don't want to. Or don't want to. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So. Um, I, I said there was going to be two things. I forgot what the second thing was. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Um, um, the other thing too is, uh, all right, so if we're talking about the Made in America stuff, I, I, I am going to come out and say this. In business in the United States, it's the law of economics that if you can charge a good thing, if you can, can charge, charge a certain it. price, then you should charge a certain price, right? It's like maximize your profit. Right. That's the whole thing. I know what holsters make. I, I want to, I, I know what holsters cost to make and I want to address this real quick. T-Rex Arms makes an IDBB holster. Correct. That IDBB holster is their, their sidecar holster, mm -hmm. which includes a gun holster and a Mac Correct. holster. They I will charge the price. They well. charge a hundred dollars. Okay. I already yep. looked it up. It's a hundred dollars or if you want their anniversary edition, it's $150 for a holster. No big deal. Now keep in mind that we manufacture our holsters almost the exact same way that they do, which is with uh, right here in the United States, using the exact same material, using CNC machines, very similar methods that they that they do. So, my, so mind you, the T Rex sidecar holster, okay, without the mag attachment, is a hundred dollars. Okay, with the mag attachment, it is an extra forty dollars. Okay, so it's one hundred and forty dollars. I didn't know that. Okay, so you're talking about a mag holster and a firearm holster costing one hundred and forty dollars. Now, I'm gonna break down to you what my cost is on making our IWB holster and our mag holster. Keep in mind that the MSRP on my website is $60, and if you know anything about our website, we always have some sort of a sale or a deal going on that can vary anywhere between 25%, which would bring your price down to like $42, somewhere around there, uh, math. Uh, Whatever. <laughs> all the way down to $30 per unit for some of our larger 50% off sales. So you can get our our IWB pistol and mag holster for 30 bucks. The reason why I can- On a good sale, yeah. On a good sale. Yeah. So he's charging 140. Now, why? I, I know how much it costs him to make that fucking holster. Because if anything, there's a few more little doodads that go into his holster, right? Right. There's a, He's got that little injection molded uh, part that kind of goes in together so it, that it hinges. Oh, the, a little the metal bit. piece that goes yeah, in. A little there. metal piece that goes in and it hinges. But so, I mean, you can also compare it to the tier one, which just has shock cord exactly. rivets. Right. And we price that thing out at like 100. You can get that all the way up to like 200 and something bucks. So, Anyways, what it costs to make an IWB holster, depending on the model and the amount of Kydex that it's using, costs me. And I never do this, but I'm doing it right now. <laughs> it costs me ten to fifteen dollars per holster. That's why I can charge thirty dollars a holster on a large sale and still make a fifty percent margin. But let's say it costs him twenty. Let's say just because maybe his I, I doubt it, but maybe his manufacturing processes aren't as efficient. And maybe that little metal bar thing that goes down in the middle costs an extra five dollars. Let's say it costs him twenty bucks. Now, keep in mind too that I'm in California and my taxes are higher, my leases are higher, and my labor is much- Most my, likely. My taxes, my labor is most likely higher yep. than you would find in Tennessee where he is located, okay? And still, my all-in cost with labor is anywhere between 10 to $15 on the holsters. Now, tell me how, if it is indeed costing him even 20 or $25 per holster, would it make any sense to sell it for 140? Well, laws of economics would say if you can't can charge, charge it, it, then you, you should. should. I totally understand that, right? But this is a piece of Kydex. Plastic. So you cannot tout the fact that 
I charge this much because it's made in America, because it's made with superior, superior and quality materials when I'm doing the exact same thing and I'm still able to keep my lights on, pay my employees be- and charge anywhere between 30 to $60 for my holsters, which is less than half the price. And in some cases, it's a quarter of the price that he's charges that he charges. And I'm in California. So these are the things I want to talk to him about. Right. These are the things that I'm like, dude, if you just want to make a, a, you know, a big, if you want to make a large profit on your products, just say, I want to make a big profit on my products. That's but fine. don't say it has to be priced that way because of the things that we do to make it. Cause I know that's not true. We know the processes. I, Cause I know the processes, I know the procedures and I know exactly what it takes. We and have, I know all of my costs that go into it. Right. We have the vacuum forming machines. We have the CNC machines. We have yes. Yeah, have it. I'm using the same raw materials that he is. We're using the buffers. We're using the vacuums. Right. So <laughs> at any rate, that is, that is just an example for everybody out there to show you that even when it comes to, you know, making his own equipment, it's overpriced. It's just period. It's overpriced. There's no reason for a $140 holster. Yeah. There's none. There's none. Our holster comes with our mag holster right. and then that all, that's all built into the price that Correct. I just gave you guys. So and unless like you said earlier, just like the processes are super inefficient. Maybe, maybe your labor maybe. is skyrocketing I, because your processes are inefficient. Maybe, right. Maybe it, it very well could be that we have more efficient processes. We were able to drive that price. But, but even then, I mean, even if it cost you three times as much to manufacture the product, now you're talking about $45 to make it. You're going to make another hundred dollars on top of that, which is, you know, 60, 70% margins, which is, you know, still a decent margin. I just, I can't tell somebody how to run their business, right. but I can tell the internet that your shit's overpriced. I can say that right. in my opinion, it's overpriced. I agree. Like, there's no reason to, it's plastic. I don't so, know. Was there anything else you wanted to cover? No, man. Oh, uh, uh, no, nope. no, just, uh, I'm over, I'm over false narratives. I'm over just spreading hoo-ha nonsense. Like here, how about this? How about if you don't want to come on to a podcast and address this uh, like gentlemen, then you can handle this like barbaric men because Nolan, you're open to, oh, why don't dude. you just make the announcement? Yeah, right dude, now? I'm super down to UFC fight you. Let's get in a cage. Yeah. Let's, let's go. Let's, let's throw <laughs> fists, brother. Let's yeah. do it. Yeah. YouTube the UFC challenge, the, the, the challenge has been officially it's announced. It's on the floor. Yeah. Or even- I look, challenge you. So UFC would be preferred- you know, but I'll we'll, also do a boxing. We'll match. get in the oct- octagon, yeah. but yeah, a boxing match would be fine too. I just the reason the I don't want to do a boxing match is because um, I don't like boxing as a sport. Personally, just not as not as visceral. You're using only one <laughs> half of your body. Yeah, you're not you're not able to grapple. You're not able to use your legs. Yep, and you're just stuck to your fists. That's you're, true. It's, you want him to use his legs. <laughs> Believe me, I, I, <laughs> you'll have an advantage. Well, I want the uh, I want the I want the full thing. Yeah. I want, I want the full, I want the full pie. I want the full, I want the full pie. I want you to bleed on the mat. That's really what it boils down to. <laughs> so, um, um, I would be, yeah. Talk I, shake it hit. Talk. <laughs> so, so yeah, I mean, this is the, uh, this is the first, uh, I think gun tuber, uh, call out, uh, octagon challenge. Yeah. Is it? I've never seen, I've never seen an octagon challenge before. Between gun, du- between gun tubers. Definitely not between gun tubers. <laughs> Okay. Um, it's been all boxing matches between yeah. YouTubers. So, anyway. so yeah, if you want to get that on, start training now, dude, do some squats. Cause you know, it's going to be painful for you. I promise. Um, but to that, you know, it's just be humble. Right. After we got done talking about kicking his ass. <laughs> That's still me being humble. No, people can't control. I mean, you can to an extent, Right. You, you can't, you can't just go out and print money like the government can. So, uh, telling people to stop being poor. Telling, oh, that's what I wanted to bring telling, up. Thank telling you. people to stop being poor, telling people to, uh, uh, just go get more money or yeah. save your money for this thing. Um, this look, is, I've been poor. There has been, there was a period in, of time in my life where I have had to live in my vehicle and you, the same. I lived in a van. So, um, I really, there's, there's something like deep down inside of me that really, really fucking bothers me when, uh, you know, dudes sit, sit around and just talk shit about dudes that don't have that. Okay. Look, I get it. Like if you want to on your own private time, make fun of fucking poor people, then it's your prerogative, man. 
But when we're talking about people that genuinely want to go out and defend themselves and they're spending the very little money they have on defense equipment, you should be congratulating them and and, um, promoting them and supporting them, not talking shit about them because they're buying a subpar product that I say in quotes, uh, just trying to get what they can. Um, and there was a time and, and I don't know, did we talk about, I don't think we talked about this in, la- in the last podcast. Um, we may have, I don't know. I'm going to say it again cause it's worth repeating. But, um, I was in the vehicle with a friend of mine at one point in time and, um, there was an overweight woman run, r- running down the road. And yeah. yeah I mean, she you was, said this in the last podcast. I did. Yeah. yeah. And that's, that's the, that's the shit that I'm talking about. Right. Where it was, you know, and you know, grossly obese, mm-hmm. right? Like, like clinically overweight. And, um, and he, he just talking some shit and I'm like, dude, I'm sorry, but she's supposed to be the one, right? Like if anybody's going to be out there running, it should be her. It like, should be her. Yeah. yeah. If anything like they're doing pull over congratulators, yeah. say, Hey, you're doing the right thing. Yeah. Keep, keep it, up. it up. You're doing awesome. Anyway. Um, no, thank you. Cause I wanted to bring this up. This was on one of Lucas's posts on, uh, on Twitter. Uh, cause he, he ran a poll for something and it was like, why do you still buy, um, T-Rex arm stuff? And one of the answers was because you're not gay. Cool. Man. Which I have to say, yeah, you're really concerned with not being gay. Yeah. There's, um, there's a lot of comments on not being gay so much, so much so that it's driving my curiosity yeah. a little bit. <laughs> um, anyways, but somebody commented this and I'll put it up so you can see it. He said, I don't, sorry. Most of the stuff you have is cheaper elsewhere as a full-time single father. My dollars need to stretch as far as possible. To which somebody replied, make more money then. And then another person replied, better yourself to make more money. Or don't. I mean, it's just life-saving equipment anyways. I buy cheap or used parachutes to go skydiving with with because frugality is greater than safety. And so, like, it's stuff like that. So better yourself to make more money. I would like to say that I I make a a decent wage. I I don't feel poor. But I'm going to tell you right now, I'm still going to try and get cheaper, less expensive equipment if I can. Dude, I, my money doesn't stretch far. What? Do I, I, at the end of the month, I'm still like, oh, okay, I got to budget I, this out. And, and I will look at the internet, and I don't give a shit about standing humble at this point. I, I give a shit about giving you guys facts. I can, because the business can. The business has capital. The business has funding. And I can buy anything firearm-related with the company money and write it off because I am in the business, right? Yep. Okay. Cool. So having said that, I can buy anything, anything I want to. I can buy $10,000 rifles. I can buy $6,000 optics. We could go buy quad nods right now for 50 grand if we wanted to. But I could. Absolutely. I have the money to go buy quad nods right now. Okay. First of all, do I own any of that shit? Do I own $10,000 rifles and nope. $40,000? No. Uh, you nods a, you, you and, have a set of nods optics. and the most expensive rifle was a hand-me-down Noveski. Yes. Dude, there is no fucking reason for me to have any of that gear. That's why I don't run any of that gear. I've purchased it to test it against ours. And I can tell you this unequivocally, it does not, that all that shit does not outperform my abilities. Nope. In my, my personal abilities, um, going out to the range training, I cannot outperform with uh, an aim point T2 over our apex predator v3 i just i can't like my abilities don't allow me to do it maybe yours will i don't know again that's subjective but what i can say is our shit works and it's like a quarter of the price so yeah and that's that and that's that i don't really have anything else to to go off of if you're not in the discord group get in the discord group we'll leave a link down below if you want to be part of the 2a pro course and learn how to build your own Second Amendment company, exactly the way I did. I will give you the blueprint. You just got to get on the interest list. That link will be down below. And a few last action items before we leave today that are important. Lucas. Es muy importante. Podcast. Let's do it. Fight Nolan in the octagon. Please do that. Please. Get some products from us. Either order them or we'll give them to you for free. Actually do some testing. We don't need your input. I don't need you to go put it on your... Uh, on your YouTube channel, like you don't have to. I, I am just simply offering you a bunch of items that we manufacture so that you can go out and make a clear, uh, instead of you having to use conjecture and and um, assumptions, you can actually get out there and train with some of our stuff and literally let me know how you think about it. I would genuinely wanna know. I don't give a fuck if you make a biased video and even if it is great, 
you still go out and talk a bunch of shit. I just want you to get it in your hands so that you can personally see it so that you don't have to stop making, that you, so that you can stop making assumptions about our gear. That's it. And with that, uh, we bid thee. Acquiff. Acquiff. <laughs>